Hey guys, welcome back to Dance Fever. I'm your host, Eddie Lee. And I'm Terry Ann. And this is episode 240 of the show. Today we will be giving our thoughts on So You Think You Can Dance, Season 14, Episode 4, which is the last audition and the last New York audition episode, and World of Dance, Season 1, Episode 3, which is the last of the Round 1 performances. We're going to start with So You Think You Can Dance, and we have our normal judges that we've had, well, judges... I don't pass her honors. I don't know what you want to call them. Mary Murphy, Vanessa Hudgens, and Nigel Lithgow. They're the ones giving out the tickets. Adjudicators. Are they really judging or just giving well, out tickets? Well, whether or not they're worthy Ticket of worthy. tickets, yes. Okay. First um, couple out were Magda and Kiki doing a Latin dance. Do you have any thing on no information of these on the auditions? These cool. No. And they were good, um, not spectacular in my in my opinion but they really liked magda because she was a little tiny bunch of fire and they got tickets which everybody but two got tickets yeah that we're going to discuss and we've seen that most of the people that they show now get tickets yes or or even not only do they get tickets but we see like story Mm -hmm. you know we haven't seen story for anybody that didn't go really which i think would be just as important but i guess that would be kind of depressing or you know you're you're not right showing their story and everything and then not letting them go we saw the big jesus story no we didn't well we saw him interviewed by uh cat Cat. well we've seen a couple interviews from cat yeah (laughs) and actually no the bigger cheese yes now that i yes i'm sorry not 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 just the big cheese but the bigger cheese the bigger cheese the first four sets of people that came out were actually all latin and they all got tickets and they were all okay we had claudia and jorge with both got tickets jared only because his partner was not eligible i suppose got tickets and alan got a ticket so yeah he was too old Right, yeah. The- mm-hmm. And then Zachary came out, and this is his second time being here. And in fact, he got to the Green Mile before he was knocked out. And he did a kind of tribal contemporary piece that I really, really liked. And they really, really liked him too. And they gave him a ticket and told him that they thought he was actually going to make it this time. So who knows? And then Ranita came out and did a contemporary Indian mm-hmm. folklore kind of you know native dance not native as in native american but indian as in from india and it was it was cool they took they sent her to choreo though because they wanted to make sure that she could do something else although i could tell by the way she did the dance because she put a lot of contemporary in it that (laughs) she knew how to do other things but that's okay and then peter came out and he had been dancing for six months and he club danced for about a minute, and they stopped him, and they said, thank you for coming. And Nigel actually said, I wish more people had the, the guts to get up here and just show us what they got, which I would think they wouldn't want people like Peter. Well, But I, they said they did, and he, of course, didn't get a ticket. Ariel did a contemporary piece, and she was standard contemporary to me, yeah, got a ticket. T- to me, too. And then we had Chris who had been on season 12, 
Chase, who had been on season 11, and Jason, who had been on season 12, all contemporary. They I did very quick little spots of just like maybe 30 seconds of dance move and told us all three got tickets. So there you go. And they all made it to the final cut too, didn't they? I'm not sure if all three of them did, okay. but they might have. Romainson came out and did a contemporary hip-hop. He was 29 years old. This was his last year to compete. And they sent him to choreography because they could tell he really, really, really wanted to compete. So they sent him to choreography to see if he could do anything else. Then Fallout came and did some club dancing and didn't get a ticket. Mm -mm. But they enjoyed his club dancing. And then Claire who was a ballet dancer, came out and did ballet with a few contemporary moves in it and got a ticket because she was good. And then Lex came out and did some improvisation, improv. Improvisation. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie Lee. (laughs) And it was very, very different, very quirky, and I liked it. I know. And he got a ticket. So out of the people that we saw sent to choreography, which were Renita and Raminson, they both got tickets. And so did 25 other people from the choreography, which made a total of 100 people going now, from New York. Now, why did Ransom get a ticket? Because they felt sorry for him. Because this was his last opportunity. Yes. And he really wanted Real, it. He really so wanted it's like, it. Okay. So they gave it to him. And I Send said, they through. should. They should. You know, the Academy's going to chew you up. That's dude, right. It's going to chew him up, spit him out. That's up to but you. But at least he's given it everything yeah, he's got. That's up to you. So we'll go on to our final round of World of Dance qualifying. And the first ones out are Jabberwockies. And everybody there said you can't have a World of Dance best dancer in the world without Jabberwockies being there. Yes. And they were cool. Of course, they're cool. They, they have it down. They have we, a Vegas show. We know the Jabberwockies from 2008 when uh-huh. they were on Randy Jackson's Oops. America's Best Dance Crew. And they and, won. And we watched them compete that season. Yes. So we... Mm, we have known of them since they got big, which was 2008 mm-hmm. when they when they won that. We were aware that they had a show in Vegas, and so it's cool to to see. It's cool to have more knowledge about somebody than just watching them on the show. Yeah, you know, having them seen them somewhere. Like it's always cool to see. So you think people show up on Dancing with Stars mm-hmm. and and on World of Dance? We've already had fiction. well now, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they got an 86.7 because they sent, did a very downplayed, relaxed version of themselves that wasn't very intricate. So they didn't get that high a score. And then the Mikhevich sisters came out and did a contemporary piece. You couldn't believe that the youngest one was only 14. Mikhevich. Mikhevich. Um, 12. 12, I'm sorry. Yeah, they were 12, 12 14, 14, and 16. 16. Yeah, because, I mean, you you could tell that they were all sisters, but they also could have been uh, triplicates. Twins. uh, Triplets. Triplets. Uh, They they all look very similar. They were that close to being the same size, Mm -hmm. and they were all that similar in the face. So Mm -hmm. it's like, well, they could be triplets, Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's like... They're at least sisters. Yeah, if they're sisters, they're like a year apart. There's a set of twins. No, one was 12. I'm like... That is a problem, because she looked every bit as old as the Mm 16-year-old, if not all of them looked older. So, Mm -hmm. Dad be having his hands full. It's like, no, she's 12. You don't understand. Shotgun time. She's 12. 
And they did a wonderful job, and they got an 87. The three of them have been dancing. The three of them very much enjoy still, I think, being together. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially, you know, being able to dance together like that. But it, it to me, what, what struck me is that they enjoy being each other's sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was kind of cool. I figure at some point that'll change, but... The boys of Tamika came out and did... Temecula. Temecula, sorry. Oh, um, the Jabberwockies danced to Mr. F.A.B.'s Still Feeling It. Okay. The Mahekovic sisters danced to Demi Lovato's Warrior. The boys of Temecula danced to Jamiroquai's Canned Heat. And they got an 80.5. Kente came out and did a hip-hop piece. To Designer's Panda. And got an 85.7. And yes, she said Kente. Uh, it's not spelled the same way, but um, it is, uh, I think, a reference to the LeVar Burton character of, be. of some renown. Kyle, who is a tap dancer, came out and danced. To Maroon 5's Don't Want to Know featuring Kendrick Lamar. And got an 80.7. And then... Which now, in order to move on, you have to score at least an 80. Yes. I can't read my own handwriting. Some dance family. Chapkiss dance family. That Well, I, that's what it looked like, and I didn't think that was right. They did a hip-hop piece, and it was very, very entertaining, and they got an 89. Yes, they danced to Fat Joe and Remy Ma's All the Way Up. Passion came out and did Flamenco. That was cool. Um, To nothing. They, they don't have anything for the song. Okay. So. Got an 87.7. Did she have music? Might not have. Might not have. Yeah, I thought one of them didn't perform with music. The Posse came out and did a contemporary piece. To Alessa Cara's Scars to Your Beautiful. And they were all young girls. They started out with sweatshirts on that had different things like you're ugly, you're fat, you you know, just different insults. And they through the dance, took off the sweatshirts and danced. And when they got finished, of course, J-Lo asked them what what their piece was about. And the young girl said that we are all just be who you are and you're beautiful. Got an 84. Swing Latino. Danced to Celia Cruz's Bemba Calora. And they got an 89.3. And they were... Also, the um, Colombian Latin. Yes. So they were faster, quicker. Their outfits were dazzling, and it was five couples, mm-hmm. and they were danced in nineteen twenties Cuban American memeish kind of outfit. Yeah. I don't know if that was really the standard dress for what they did, but that's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Then we had Ian Eastwood and the Young Lions. Dancing to Bruno Mars' Chunky. And that's what they looked like, Bruno Mars. Yes. They could have been a backup group dancing for Bruno Mars. And they got an 83.7. And we're told if you're going to go on, the next time you come out, you need to up your game. Yeah, it was it was very laid back, a mm-hmm. very uh, groove, funky kind of mm-hmm. dance. Bruno and Mars. It wasn't... Um, Sharp 
or you know not that they were bad but it, it just that that was the style it, it had a very laid back kind of groove to it and then we had three very rapid succession without talking to them when they were done who did not make the cut who got below the 80 vibration did a belly dance 801 squad did hip hop and Trent Jerry Jeray did contemporary and they didn't make it so they were went by very quickly they all barely missed yes and then we had DNA come out and do contemporary ballroom. To Major Lazar's Powerful. And it was powerful. And they got an 86. And then our last dancer was Eva Igo, who was a young girl, 12? 10 I, or 12? I, I, don't remember. Was, I don't think she was 10. but I think she was 12. Okay. But uh, she did a contemporary piece. To Bishop Briggs's River. And it was very moving, very technically sound, but yet also very passionate. I was surprised by the emotion that she was able to put the in amount of to emotion. the dance. Yeah. And she, of course, when it was all over, was about in tears the whole time they were talking to her because she had put so much of herself into that dance. And she got an 88. Now, the next round um, will be competitions between two acts of the same division competing for a spot in the next round. In each division, the acts with the top qualifying scores choose their opponents, then both acts perform back-to-back, receiving feedback from the judges. After each performance, the judges will score them in their typical five categories, which are performance, technique, creativity, choreography, and presentation, except only the final combined total score for each act is shown. The act with the highest score at the end of the duel moves on to the next round, and the other faces immediate elimination. Ooh. So if you, like, Eva Igo, who got a high score of 88, could choose to dance against someone else in the young junior division. Right. She gets to choose. Right. They're going to go head-to-head they won't show us the individual judges' no. scores like they have They'll been. They'll just show the total. They'll just show the total or, score. Or the average. The average total score. And whoever has the higher score moves on. Whoever has the lowest score goes home. Ooh, that's tough. Yep, it's a one and done mm-hmm. kind of situation. Okay. It's too bad that they don't have enough that they could have winner, 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 and then some buddy move on from the quote-unquote losers bracket mm-hmm. but i guess time constraints and all that you know more like a um more like a tournament style mm-hmm. kind of thing you have the winners bracket and losers bracket all the winners go and the winner of the losers bracket or something like that but that would give you no matter how you set it up that would always give you an uneven mm-hmm. unless you sent two of the losers yeah so I just, it, 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 for me, it's kind of a shame to watch these people and to know that basically they have one chance at, at any given moment. Now, if you win, of course, you get another one chance, and because there's three. And r- if you win, yeah. So I you mean, get you one more. You continue to get one chance, but basically, when you step on the stage, maybe you last. you either get the score you need. You beat the other team, whichever, or you go home. That there is no, you know, wow, we had a uh, somebody uh, in in a trick uh, stumble because they broke their ankle. I'm sorry, that 
that was your shot, and you did what you could with it, and now you can recover at home. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, it's like wow, it's uh, very um, very cutthroaty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then um, America's Best Dance Crew was like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think though isn't because you have the chance to dance for your life, which is kind of. But you know, um, I but guess still somebody goes home. Yeah. But even though you had a bad performance, it doesn't mean you have to go home. You have to have two bad performances in a row, actually. Um, although, you know, sitting here talking this out, Strictly and Dancing with the Stars are both like that. Mm-hmm. You dance, it's good, you stay, it's... Well, no, they have a dance-off, too, both of them, don't they, now? Strictly does. Does mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars? Mm-mm. Okay, so Strictly... Two bad performances in a row, even. Mm-hmm. It's a, so only Dancing with the Stars is the one and done. You get out there, and if you are the chosen, or or more importantly, the not chosen, you go home. It, yep. It's like, you know, we had a bad week. It was a full schedule. We did, well, that's, you know, so. I just hate to see all the time invested, and then it just be cut off. Almost like... There is no recognition for them for what they did do. It's that, well, you didn't do. Now. Well, yeah, because so it, it, it's just from my understanding, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people auditioned for the show. Oh, yeah, and, and they didn't. They didn't make it. They didn't even get on TV. Right. They they got no, they they got nothing. They got the experience, and I'm sure some of them were would have been halfway decent to us if mm-hmm. we'd have seen them. Just like So You Think You Can Dance. It's like, Some of those people that well, got cut out of the show, we were like... Yeah. Well, it didn't move the judges is what it was, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Alrighty, guys. Uh, dancefever at gmail.com is the email address. Dancefeverpage at deliberatenoise.com is the website. Social media, Dance Fever has Facebook and Google Plus pages. And a Twitter feed, I don't really think it's a Twitter page, a Twitter feed, on Facebook and Google Plus, Dance Fever is written as two words, and on Twitter, it's written as a single word. And it's always spelled D-A-N-C-E-F-E-V-R-E. The more you know. The more you grow. All right, let's see what we've got lined up for next week. It is... Strictly, uh, so you think you can dance episode five, which will be the first of the Academy mm-hmm. episodes, I believe, and World of Dance episode four, which will be the first of the duets or duels, duels. Um, competitions as we march through catching up with some of the shows from the summer-ish, fall-ish of 2017 that we didn't get a chance to watch. So we will tell you about it. You can watch along, too, if you can find them. Um, so you think maybe up on um, Fox's um, web webs uh, uh, um, TV site and World of Dance was NBC. Mm-hmm. Is that who that was? I have no idea if they would have kept that up there or not. I I haven't really looked. Me neither. Jennifer Lopez is a pretty big name. If she had any weight at all, I would think they would have kept it up there for her. But now, now that we're halfway through the regular TV season, they just may have save the bandwidth to use on one of their other shows so um before the next episode I'll, I'll go and look at those two places and see if you can find these if not uh, you'll just have to believe what we say about them so we will talk to you guys next week bye
The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.